If you fall for the appearances of circumstances, you might get caught up in a pendulum, an energy structure that takes you away from your own goals, away from your own manifestations, and simply takes your energy or drains you of your energy. Neville Goddard says to invest your energy. A pendulum drains your energy from you and gives you little or nothing in return. Vadim Zeeland calls the opposite of a pendulum the wave of success. If you can get caught up in a pendulum, you can surely get caught up in the wave of success too. How you get caught up in the wave of success, we're going to let Vadim Zeeland tell us. Since today's video will be all about how to hook into the wave of success and to effortlessly let that wave of success sweep you straight to your own goals, whatever those goals are. But first, I'm Anna and this is Living Wellness Coaching. My brand new one-of-a-kind course called Manifest It Fast and Make It Last. Love course to take you from dating to marriage is right now on pre-sale and you will never get it at a price like this. So hop on over to my website livingwellnesscoaching.com and grab that course while it's still on pre-sale. And after you put the course into your cart, enter the coupon code PRESALE in all capital letters and it will give you another 50% off. This course is based on the law of assumption, of course, but also genuine, often forgotten, crucially important dating advice. If you're seeking the fastest path to getting married and staying married for life and deepening your love throughout life, this is the course that you need. You will learn how to gain clarity in dating, how to do it and why we do it in the first place. You will learn how to manifest lasting love and you will learn how to cultivate a fulfilling marriage. Now let's talk about riding the wave of success. Vadim Zeeland says that metaphors such as the blue bird of happiness and the wheel of fortune has quite a material basis. It is well known that success and failure follow one another like bad days and good days follow one another. How do we exclude bad days from our lives? Your thoughts come back to you like a boomerang. Manifesting good days comes down to the opposite of getting caught up in a pendulum. Vadim Zeeland says now it is time to check your homework. What pendulums could be called constructive pendulums? The answer is none. Not a single pendulum could be considered a constructive pendulum. It may sound like a paradox, but that really is the case. Don't be offended, dear reader, Vadim says. The question was meant to be provocative. The main and only goal of any pendulum is to get your energy for itself. If it can't get any energy from you, it will stop. A pendulum can only be constructive to itself, but never constructive to you. What is so constructive or creative about something that takes energy away from you? Nothing, I would say. Of course, different pendulums are destructive to different degrees. 
For example, it is hard to imagine that a beach volleyball club would take up arms against a club of ice swimming enthusiasts. Then again, a volleyball membership could never really ruin your life. However, the pendulum of the volleyball club is also feeding on energy from its adherents, and if they get bored with playing beach volleyball, the club will die. But this is nothing compared to being, for example, a gang member, where your freedom and even your life could be taken away from you. There are different degrees of pendulums, of course. Now, you could object If I go to a fitness club where I'm only focusing on myself, then how can I be giving away energy to the pendulum? It doesn't matter if you are only focused on yourself or not. You are still required to follow certain rules of the fitness club, etc. You can do whatever you want back at your own place. But at the fitness club, all members are acting in the same way by following the same rules established by the system. And thus, they give away some collective energy to the pendulum of the fitness club. If all members of the club would run away, then the pendulum of the fitness club would no longer exist. It would die. You ask the question in a different way now. Are there energy structures that don't need your energy? And actually, there are. And one of them is called the wave of success. Or you can call it a coincidence that is fortunate for you personally. Every person has its own waves of success. Every single person. It is often the case that you have a little bit of luck. And then comes an entire wave of other pleasant and unexpected events as if you're having a streak of good luck in your life. Waves such as this don't appear every day, only if you were pleasantly surprised and got into a good mood the first time the wheel of fortune, the wave of success, the bluebird of happiness came about. These are not just abstract metaphors. These are real energy systems. The wave of success is basically an accumulation of life tracks or timelines, an accumulation of timelines, positive timelines. Everything can be found in the space of variations. The space of variations is another Vadim Zealand term that we'll cover in another podcast. He says that everything can be found in the space of variations. Using that term is the same as saying that creation is already finished, which is a Neville Goddard term for the same concept. Now, Vadim says you can find these lucky streaks in creation, in the space of variation, if you have found the outer line of such a gold vein and caught some luck. You could automatically glide on to other lines of accumulated fortune, other timelines of great fortune, where new lucky circumstances await you. But if after your first success, bad luck rears its ugly head again, it means a destructive pendulum has led you astray 
from your own wave of success. This is why the positive attitude and that non-reacting to circumstances is so important. The wave of success brings happiness without taking any of your energy at all. It can be compared to an ocean wave that carries an exhausted swimmer to the shore. The wave of success transfers you onto your own happy timelines. The wave, just like a pendulum, couldn't care less about your fate. It doesn't need your energy, though. If you want to, get on the wave of success and swim with it. If you don't want to, you can let the wave of success pass by. The wave is not concerned. The wave of success is an energy structure. It is a temporary energy structure. It does not feed on the energy of others, and therefore it does fade out, kind of like an ocean wave that crashes onto the shore. The wave of success could appear in the form of good news. It carries information from other timelines to you. These echoes are interpreted on the current timeline as good news. Your task is to grab on to this little thread, pull yourself up to the new timeline where the good news came from. That timeline will not only have good news for you, but other fortunate circumstances as well. Don't worry if this sounds complicated. It is actually very easy. It may seem that the wave of success comes and goes, but in fact, the wave doesn't move at all. It doesn't gather any energy and it doesn't get weaker. We adopted the term wave in this model, in Vadim Zeeland's model, just to make it easier to understand. But actually, it is a constant presence. As mentioned, the wave of success is static in the space of variations. That is, it always exists in creation, and creation is finished. It exists as an accumulation of favorable timelines. You are the one who is moving from one timeline to another. So, to you, this vein appears as a wave because you grab onto it by letting it into your life. Or you can get farther away from it, carried away by pendulums. The wave is not actually interested in you, so you have to be interested in it. So it's easy to miss. It will pass you by without trying to grab you the way the pendulum does. This has given rise to a belief that this blue bird of happiness is difficult to catch, but it isn't, not at all. In truth, you don't have to make any effort at all to catch on to this wave and surf it. It is all just a matter of a simple choice. And if you welcome this wave into your life, it will be with you. Pause for a moment and just think about people who seem to be just lucky in life. There's a secret to it, and that's what we're about to learn. If you welcome the wave of success into your life, it will be with you. And it doesn't matter if it's success in business or success in family, success with money, success with love. It is all the same. If you give in to the influence of the destructive pendulums and get yourself imbued with their negative energy, you will move away from the wave of success. 
And that is how people always act. We don't treasure what we have until it's gone, that's for sure. This happiness, this blue bird of happiness, doesn't mind at all pecking seeds from your hand. You don't have to catch it. As long as you don't chase this blue bird of happiness away, it will be more than enough for you. It's one of the most paradoxical features of our freedom of choice. People can actually choose happiness and choose success for themselves. We always have that power of that choice. And at the same time, we're not free from the pendulums that carry people away from the wave of success. It is necessary to reject our dependence and our addiction to pendulums. We also have the right to be free from the influence of pendulums that are not ours. Only one thing remains, to find out how we can obtain these rights for ourselves. Let's discover how the energy boomerang works. Most people have thoughts constantly, incessantly running around in their head. If the thinking process is not controlled, then negative thoughts and worries prevail. The things we are most worried about are things that we are afraid of, or things that we find irritating or upsetting, and things that make us feel depressed or dissatisfied. This is how the destructive pendulums have been influencing the shape of the human psyche over thousands of years. The pendulums maintain fear in each individual in order to successfully manipulate them and take the energy. This is exactly why people are vaguely aware of what they want while they know exactly what they do not want. Allowing the negative thought mixer to take over your mind, that it happens when you're mulling over things that are bad or you're complaining and complaining or you have a generally pessimistic attitude, things like that. That means that you have joined the game, you have locked step with a destructive pendulum and you are radiating energy at the frequency of the pendulum. It's an unfavorable habit and it will really benefit everyone to replace this habit with another habit. The habit of having conscious control over your thoughts. Whenever your mind is not occupied with anything in particular, for example, if you're sitting on a train or a bus or when you're out taking a walk or doing something that doesn't require any special attention or concentration, learn how to put positive thoughts in your head. Don't think about what you were not able to get or do. Instead, think about what you want to get, your goals, and you will get it. Vadim Zeeland's example here is, suppose that you don't like the house that you live in and you are telling yourself, I'm fed up with this place. Everything about this place irritates me. But once I move into a new home, I'll be happy. Meanwhile, I just can't help myself thinking, Oh, how I hate this place. Keep in mind that with thoughts like that, it's actually impossible to get what you want. You just get more of what you don't want. Even if you're able to move to a new and better place, your new house will bring you many disappointments too. Fair enough, you say, but I'm leaving this dump and moving to a luxurious villa. What disappointments could possibly be waiting for me there? 
You don't have to worry about that. The more despise you feel toward the little house that has given you shelter all these years, the more unpleasant surprises will await you in your new luxurious villa. These unpleasant surprises will be of the most varied kind. The taps might not work. The paint will start to peel. Walls will start caving in and the neighbors will annoy you. In short, all these things will happen that need to happen in order to continue to manifest the parameters of your negative attitude. No matter if it is the new house or the old house, what difference does it make? There will always be timelines with all possible inconveniences where you will be just as dissatisfied as you were before. Creation is finished and the space of variation has many luxury houses where you will nonetheless feel like you are in hell. And if you don't have anywhere to move yet, you will remain in the hated house, that's for sure. After all, you're not tuned to the frequency of the timeline where the dream house awaits you. At the moment, you're thinking about what you don't like. So you're giving off negative energy. And this energy fits perfectly with a life track that you're on right now. Therefore, you're stuck there until the frequency of your own radiation changes. This is not difficult to do at all. The first order of business is to accept your present situation as it is and get rid of your dissatisfaction and resentment. You can always find something good in everything and in every situation, even the smallest things in life can be a source of joy. If you don't like the house you're living in, but you can be at least grateful for it. After all, it has given you shelter. It is rainy and windy outside, but you are inside a house. The house is the one to endure that while keeping you safe and warm. Doesn't this deserve some kind of gratitude? It does. And the emotion of gratitude indicates that you have more than you think that you deserve. That puts you on a timeline of getting more than you think you deserve. If you are grateful now for what you have, if you experience love toward all the things surrounding you, things that make your life easier, then you will be giving off positive energy. Then if you want to, you could count on improvement of your living conditions. And when you're moving away, be sure to thank everything that surrounded you before in the old house. Everything that you throw away deserves your gratitude. In these moments, you are transmitting positive vibrations to the surrounding world and these vibrations will definitely come back to you. The second thing you must do is to start thinking about the house that you would like to have. This is a little more difficult to do. It's harder than to get irritated at what is around you right now. It's harder, but it's also more useful. What is a better thing to do? To react as usual, the way you've always done? Or to make a little effort and change your habits? Look at real estate advertisements that feature photographs and prospects of potential future homes. And visit interior design stores. Look for furniture that you would like to have in your house. In, or, in other words, let all your thoughts be preoccupied with what you wish to have. Live in the end of the wish fulfilled. 
We always possess things and encounter situations that have a powerful grip on our thoughts, and our thoughts always return to us like a boomerang. There are so many examples that could illustrate how a negative attitude can ruin one's life. Let's say you're planning a vacation in a warm country, but where you live now, the weather is absolutely terrible. You're walking the streets, the cold wind is making you shiver, and the rain is soaking your clothes. It is, of course, hard to be overly happy in a weather like that. So at least try to be neutral. Try to ignore the destructive pendulum that you're currently in. If you are actively expressing your dissatisfaction with the weather, then you are accepting the pendulum and you're making it swing higher. You're telling yourself, well, soon I'll be going to a warm country and I'll be so happy in the sun and the warm sea. But as of now, this damn swamp, with such an attitude, you're not tuned to the timeline where this heavenly relaxation is actually awaiting you. And you won't get there. You already have your plane tickets, you say. Well, so what? You'll only get to your destination, but either bad weather will come there too, or some other misfortune will be waiting for you there. However, everything will be great if you only get tuned into a positive attitude. It's obviously not enough to prevent negative energy from getting to you. You yourself need to avoid radiating negative energy. Let's say you are very annoyed and you yelled at someone. You can be sure that as a result, some kind of problem will follow. In the present situation, the parameters of your radiation match a timeline where you are annoyed. So that's exactly where you will be transported to a timeline where you get to be annoyed. On these timelines, the density of unpleasant situations is higher than average. Don't try to calm yourself with a justification that this unpleasant situation was actually unavoidable or justifiable. I don't need to try to convince you to or prove anything to you. Just watch how unfortunate events seem to follow. Any negative reaction that you have. The conclusion from all this is very simple. You will always find yourself on the timelines that correspond to your energy radiation. If you let negative energy in, unpleasant things will start to happen. If you radiate negative energy, it will return to you like a boomerang. Only this time the boomerang that returns has problems. Notice here that what Vadim Zulin is talking about is exactly the same as the concept of states that Neville Goddard talks about. This concept is exactly the same as giving life to states by paying attention to them. If you take your attention away from a state, it dies from your experience. Vadim Zeeland also talks about the transmission. Instead of accepting a game with destructive pendulums, look for pendulums where the game will be of some kind of use for you, where it's helpful for you. This means that you will have to acquire a habit of paying attention to everything that is good and positive. You have to start noticing good things and positive things. As soon as you see, read, or hear anything good, pleasant, or reassuring, attach this to your thoughts and feel happy. 
This means that if everything around you is terrible, you have to train yourself to notice the one thing that is beautiful, pleasant, or reassuring in some way. Imagine that you're walking in a forest. There are pretty flowers, but there are also poisonous thorns. What do you choose to pay attention to? What do you choose to pick, to take home, to put in a vase? If you pick the thorns, your hands will bleed. You could have picked the pretty flowers. Bring everything positive into your life and soon you will have more and more and more good news. You will have more and more and more nice opportunities. So you've been inspired and you have felt some joys, but then every day life dragged you down once again. It's like you had a party and now it's over and how do you keep the festive feeling going? First, remember it. Remember the good thing that happened. Out of habit, we plunge ourselves into the colorless everyday life. We forget about nice things in life, and then it stops bringing us pleasure. That's a bad habit. You could think about the good things that have happened and relish and bask in the good things. Pendulums make us forget about the good things that happened. We need to maintain the little flame of celebration within us. And we have to cherish that feeling. Simply observe how life changes for the better. Grasp for the tiniest straw of joy and look for good things in everything and in everyone. Look for good things everywhere you go. Become someone who notices good things and basks in the good things. You need to remember that every minute that you spend with transurfing, as Vadim Zeland calls it, or every minute that you spend with the law of assumption, you are consciously moving closer towards your dream. That means that you are controlling your own destiny. This notion alone will instill you with a calm and a confidence and a joy, knowing that every moment you are in control of what you pay attention to. And so you will always sort of be on a holiday or you will always have that feeling of being on a holiday. Once the feeling of being on a holiday has become a habit of yours, you will always find yourself on top of the wave of success. Be happy with everything that you have in the present moment. And I'm not simply asking you to be happy by definition. Sometimes circumstances are very difficult to be satisfied with, but from an entirely practical point of view, expressing your dissatisfaction with something is a pretty unconstructive or deconstructive thing to do. After all, wouldn't you really want to be on the timeline where everything is working out perfectly for you? How will you get there? if you are so full of discontent. The discontent fits perfectly with the timelines that are bad for you. So the situation will be quite the opposite of what you really wanted. The good timelines are characterized by the fact that when you are on them, you feel good. And when you feel good and your thoughts are filled with joy, they're also filled with satisfaction. Good news are not too exciting, really, and we soon forget them. But bad news, on the other hand, it stirs up quite the response in us because it informs us of a potential threat. 
Don't let bad news into your heart and don't let bad news into your life. Shut yourself off to bad news and open yourself up to good news. Any positive change should be recognized and carefully cherished. These are forerunners of the wave of success. As soon as you hear even the smallest piece of encouraging news, don't forget about it immediately, as you used to do. Do the exact opposite. Savor it. Bask in it. Talk about it. Pursue it. Think over this piece of good news from all possible angles. Share it on social media. Take joy in it and build a hypothesis around it and expect a positive development. If you think about it, that's exactly what we do with bad news. Do the opposite. In this way, you will be thinking on the frequency of the wave of success, tuning in to its parameters. As a result, there will be more good news in your life, and then more, and then more, and then more, and your life will get better. This is not mysticism. This is not woo. It is not a quality of the human psyche to filter information in different ways. Like when a pessimist looks at the world through dark glasses while an optimist looks at the world through rose-colored glasses. This is reality. You are moving to the timeline that corresponds to the parameters of your thoughts. Being on good terms with yourself and the surrounding world, you are transmitting harmonious emotions to the surrounding world. You are creating around yourself an area of harmonious vibrations, harmonious circumstances, where everything is turning out successfully. A positive attitude always leads to success and to creation. Negativism, on the other hand, is always destructive. And it is always aimed at devastation. For example, there's a category of people who are looking for problems, but not for the solution of problems. They're just looking for the problems. And they're always ready to talk about the problems and talk about the difficulties in a very lively manner and find all kinds of new problems to talk about. These people have trouble actually suggesting a real way out of any problem because from the very beginning they are not tuned in to the solution at all. They are tuned in to the search for more problems. Their fixation on the hunt for problems bring problems in abundance, but the situation remains unsolved. The readiness to look for and criticize bad sides of things always brings the corresponding fruits, a great deal of harm and no benefit. Look around and you'll definitely notice people like that. Maybe you are somebody like that. They are not especially good people. They're not especially bad people either. They are just people. They're simply sitting on the firm hook of a destructive pendulum. Most people treat any unwanted event in their life with hostility. Usually, an unwanted event to us is an event that is not part of our own original script. And the opposite is also true. We only believe something to be successful if it corresponds to our expectations. Let's say that a man misses his plane and is very upset about it. Little does he know 
that the plane is going to crash. But it can also be the other way around, when a man misses out on a fantastic opportunity just because it was not part of his plan, or it was simply inconceivable to him. The worse a person thinks about the surrounding world, the worse this world gets, at least for that person. The more he gets upset over his lack of success, the more failures will come his way. As a man sows, so shall he reap. If a person chooses to live life with a pessimistic view on things, then every day he will be practicing law of assumption in reverse. He is sliding along a timeline where a real hell is waiting for him. Assume the position that is the exact opposite and rejoice. Rejoice in your misfortune just out of spite. Try to find something useful in your problems. This is always possible. A glass is not half empty. It is half full. There's a trivial saying, it's all for the best, or it works out like a charm. If that is what you really believe, it does work out for a charm, and it is all for the best, if that is what you choose to believe. You have to be stubborn in maintaining your positive attitude, refuse to return to old habits of always getting upset or always getting depressed for any reason. Every misfortune is, at the very least, a good lesson that makes you stronger and more experienced. At the very least, take joy in everything good that is happening in your world and it will turn into a pure paradise. Of course, this is a very unusual way of behaving, but your goal is also very unusual. To become a genie that grants his wishes, how can you achieve this using ordinary methods. It has to be extraordinary. Reacting positively is a difficult thing to do at first because the old habit of reacting negatively to the undesired is strongly rooted in us. The main thing to remember, though, is to learn to remember that when an unfortunate event happens, it is a pendulum. It is a pendulum trying to hook you. It has nothing to do with you. As soon as you remember that, you're able to make a conscious choice to step away from the pendulum. Or you can choose to give your energy to the pendulum and have it take all of your emotions. You can also just leave the pendulum empty-handed, pay it no attention, and you gain a victory. If you did remember that, the fall-through or extinguishing of the pendulum will be very easy for you. We always unconsciously give away our energies to the pendulums. Pendulums pull on us by the strings of our feelings, our emotions, and the strings of our habits. Even after having heard this, understood it, and learned it, and even after having set the goal to remember the game of the pendulum and the how to ride the wave of success, you will react negatively again to the unwanted. And then, of course, you will remember in that moment that you simply forgot about it and you were acting unconsciously, just acting out of habit. Nonetheless, as soon as you have remembered it, the situation will be entirely under your control. The very moment you remember, 
you are in control again. Again, this is identical of a concept to Neville Goddard's states. You alone give life to the states and states have no power over you. It is a matter of becoming conscious of what is happening in the moment. When something happens, you might smile to, your, to yourself and you'll say, Oh, it is you, pendulum. Well, it won't be that easy for you to hook into me this time. You see, you're no longer a puppet on a string. You are free to make a conscious decision of either accepting or rejecting the pendulum. It's so easy. If you use this method with a high level of persistence and de determination, eventually a new habit will develop. And this new habit will replace the old habit. But meanwhile, pendulums will try to get you in every possible way. You'll notice how, as if on purpose, a whole lot of annoying little nuisances might start to pop up in your life. Don't despair, because the problems will mostly be of a petty kind, if you won't give up. And you will learn to remember, your victory will be very impressive. You'll see. And this is what can happen. Next time that you encounter a wave of success, a pendulum won't be able to carry you away from it. Hence, happiness is there to stay in your hands. In order to lure it in, you must give positive energy off all around you. That is, you should not only be an exclusive positive receiver, but you should be a positive transmitter as well. As a result, the world around you will be changing very quickly for the better. You will slide onto successful timelines easily. In the end, the wave of success will come to you. It'll sweep you along with it and it will bring you directly to success. I hope you enjoyed learning about the concept of riding the wave of success. In summary, the wave of success is an accumulation of favorable timelines. The flow of fortunate events follows you if you have been inspired by the first success. Destructive pendulums take you away from the wave of success. Having freed yourself from pendulums, you get freedom of choice. Receiving and transmitting negative energy creates your own hell. Receiving and transmitting positive energy creates your own heaven. Your thoughts always return to you like a boomerang. Pendulums won't throw you off the wave if you have the habit of remembering. The habit of remembering is formed through a systematic practice. If you listen this far, that means you like this video, so give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment below and let me know what you think of the teachings of Vadim Zeeland. Happy manifesting, guys, and I'll see you in my next video. Bye for now.